Hey guys, I'm Jelena, the spiritual and quirky entrepreneur, philanthropist, and mom to the most amazing and personality-filled four-year-old future king. Hey y'all, I'm Jondria, but you'll get to know me as Drea, your average full-time working mom, the CEO of Three Heartbeats, a sarcastic-ish talker, pretty much I'm just your around-the-way girl. I'm attempting to mother three handsome, vivacious, and charismatic young black kings. And we are Queens of Kings. A podcast where we keep it real on the truths about parenting. We'll be exploring topics such as realities of birth, finding yourself, and relationships. Each week, we'll dive deeper into our raw and unfiltered experiences as moms. But we've got the dads covered too, with topics like dating, co-parenting, race, and so much more. So tune in, sit back, and catch this melanin mom tea. Welcome to the Queens of Kings podcast. Hello to our fellow Melanin Queens and Kings. How y'all doing out there? What's up? We are back for another episode. It is the week of love. Yes. And so we want to talk about black love. Mm-hmm. How you feeling, Jelena? I'm feeling good. You know, like I had a little time off. I had to really do some self-care. You know, this podcast is definitely making me recognize things that I should be doing on a regular basis. So I'm good. I'm energized and I'm ready for this episode. It's also Black History Month. So I think it's so great that we're highlighting black love. I love it. Yeah. How are you? You know, I'm here. Okay. This week was a rough week for me. Mm -hmm. Some personal issues, but I mean, I'm here and this is my relief. So I'm excited to record and talk to the people out there. That's right. Yeah. One of the things that bring me happiness. Girl, and you have to like we t- that's part of self love, more of what you want. Yes, so we're excited to talk to you guys about black love. And like she said, it's Black History Month, so there's so many things that we're excited to bring to you for the month of February. Mm-hmm. We just thought it was perfect, it's so fitting. We're only a few days away from Valentine's. Um, my girls and my son are my Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be celebrating Valentine's here shortly. Uh, how are y'all celebrating? That's a good one. Give yeah. us, drop it in the comments. Let us know how are you celebrating. What are you doing with COVID? Yeah. And you know how are you celebrating all year round? As they say, you should be doing. Is it a special day for mm. you? Are you celebrating your man? That's a good one. Do yeah. you really celebrate Valentine's Day? I know a lot of couples that that don't really do it as much because they feel like they do it throughout the year. And then there's ones that really go all the way out. So that was me. (laughs) But that's your one of your favorite holidays. It it is. (laughs) I've never really been big on Valentine's Day. I don't know why I was though either. You know, I I do as I get older, I recognize I do like family holidays a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But then I love love. I just love love. Being in love is so authentic. Mm -hmm. It makes it makes me feel warm inside. I like that. No, I'm with you on that. So like, okay, kind of switching gears a little bit with us talking about black love and then being Black History Month. What does it feel different after this past year, like this month? I feel so Mm -hmm. because it's just it's with everything that's going on, Mm -hmm. like celebrating us Mm -hmm. is important right you know we should do it all the time yes we should but also like it's a lot going on in the media it's a lot going on in the politics Mm -hmm. so us coming together and just appreciating our skin tone is a beautiful Mm -hmm. thing to me do you feel like other races are appreciating black history a lot more than they were before now a little bit Mm -hmm. there's still some ignorance out there of course but 
I feel like they are starting to recognize what we go through. Mm-hmm. Thank God. <laughs> right? Exactly. I saw this quote and it was just saying, don't get so caught off guard because black history is American history. So it's un- letting people understand that, yeah, we say black history, but it's part of your history too. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so it's so important for, I, I love that because it, it put a little bit more ownership on everybody and not just the black community to celebrate this. This is part of our history, just like we celebrate Columbus. Well, not Columbus so much anymore, but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Memorial Veterans. It's, it's an important part of American history. So I think that's dope. So let's dive into black love. Yes. What is the definition of black love to you? Because I googled it. <laughs> and the definition that I got, I actually mm-hmm. like it. So I'm going to read it to you guys. This is off of the urbandictionary.com. It says black love, a spiritual journey that only people who are rich in melanin can experience. A love that is unconditional. A love that can build an empire. Monogamous and genuine in intent. This love cannot be stopped. Ooh. I really like that. Right. So do you agree with that definition? I do. I really do. I love that can't be stopped. Like it's like a force to be reckoned with. Two strong black people coming together, building mm-hmm. an empire, you know, not being of the stereotype. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so is that what's your definition? Like your personal definition? I just read it. <laughs> <laughs> Stop trying to make me think so early. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you notice I ask you questions, so I don't have to answer this. <laughs> okay, back on you. <laughs> but I think of strength. I think of um, something deeply rooted. Mm-hmm. I think of foundation. I think of um, things from like a solidarity point of view. Um, I think that once that foundation in black love is set, then anything that you create off of it is gold. As long as you're going into it with that intent of you're loving someone unconditionally you're about and to build choosing to love them every day over and over again through the mm-hmm. good bad and the ugly mm-hmm. you have to choose to love somebody mm-hmm. you know yeah so I, I, I that's what i think of i think the core of black love is just it's really really strong like the foundation it's rooted and beautiful it's just is. beautiful so do you think that like the definition of black love has changed over time? Like what it was before versus kind of what's e- what it's evolved into? Yes, so much. And I feel like it has a lot to do with um, your background. Mm-hmm. I feel like it has a lot to do with society. Um, back in the day, it was like divorce wasn't an option. Mm-hmm. You know, like now people break up so fast. Right. People step outside of their relationships so fast. Divorce is an option. (laughs) Right. And I just, I don't understand it. And I go back to, you know, back in the day, it was just different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like you're just having the depth of this is my relationship. This is my man. I appreciate this person. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if they're not perfect, what they bring to the table benefits me, you know? And nowadays it's this whole idea of, well, if you're not doing this, you're not doing that. What's next? Mm -hmm. You know, it's just a... So fast. I don't mm-hmm. I don't understand it. 
like when I look at it, I look at it differently. I look at it with a different level of appreciation now. Mm -hmm. Because when you think of black love, you think of the black family. Right. And so you think about before, it was about the black, the the core of the black family was that black love. It came from that. Right. So it's being able to love each other, being able to be affectionate, being able to build off of that and allowing for your kids to see that. Man. And what that kind of flows into yeah so i mean it is tough these days to kind of really see it but i appreciate it so much because the black family isn't what it used to be at all and i think it's nowadays people strive for that right of course i feel i was just telling you i feel like you know it's kind of making a turnaround Mm -hmm. it was it is and it was at a point to where it was just you know, single black old families, mm-hmm. single moms, single dads. And, you know, I feel like sometimes I see it trinkle in a little bit, sprinkle by sprinkle that, mm-hmm. you know, people are fighting for their black queens and black kings, right. you know, like, no, I want a man. I want to be able to support a man. And, you know, even if it has something to do with your background, because, you know, coming from a single parent household, mm-hmm. we definitely have different views on that because it can hinder a lot of people. Right. But then also you see the ones that come up from that. Mm -hmm. You know, we have different um, ideas of that and we have different examples. But it to see it, the dynamic of a black family is just like you said, you cherish that. Right. Because it's so rare that you see it. Mm -hmm. For it to be real and solid. And you can tell the difference from when it's just for show. Girl, because that's all we see <laughs> is just for show. Like people posting everything on social media. Like we have to post this. We have to post that. Right. No, what about behind the scenes? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it's normal to fight every now and then. But then love through it all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I love you too much to feel this way. Right. Or, you know, like love through it all. And you genuinely, it just comes off. You don't have to show everybody. Exactly. So do you feel like um, growing up had an effect on how you see black love? Absolutely. Without a doubt. Just because I grew up with both my mom and my dad, it's almost very realistic. And I think that it's hindered me a little bit in my relationships just because what my parents have is so rare. Mm-hmm. So sometimes some people don't believe that to be true because they never experienced it. Right. But I did. My parents are high school sweethearts. They've been together since then. They've been married for almost 33, 34 years. And for the most part, no relationship is perfect, but it was, I feel like as I grew up being raised in black love, I grew up watching two, a man and a woman adore each other and respect each other every single day. They never cussed each other out. They never yelled at each other. I never saw any of that with my parents. That is beautiful. So, but I think that I have that expectation in relationships Mm -hmm. and a lot of people didn't witness that. Right. So my idea of black love is just that. But there's so many different dynamics to it, especially with getting in a relationship. I think that it's important to have those conversations with what their idea of. I mean, we talked about that a little bit in the last episode with relationships. But what's your idea of a relationship? What does that look like? What's the foundation of it? Right. What's your level of respect? Because respect, that's it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I grew up seeing that. So because I did, I know it's possible. Right. Which I really think that that's good because there's so many people now. What how how were we just saying with the single parent household and mm-hmm. stuff like that? How it plays such a role on the people in their relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, like for me, I did um, also was raised in a two parent household, right. but I didn't really see the affection, mm-hmm. and so I feel like that's hindered me in a way because I yearn for affection. Mm-hmm. 
I wanted so much more because I never saw it. I want my kids to see it. And nowadays, because we have those different scenarios, whichever is a case by case is different. But, you know, because I didn't see it, I want my kids to see me being loved on, me loving on someone else because I didn't see it. And I think it's a beautiful thing. Like I just said, black love is so beautiful. So for my kids to see it, it's important for me. Absolutely. We got to tiptoe on that because like you said, we going into relationships, we have to know how your partner views relationships, how right. they view what is love to you. Because like you say, respect. For me, I've seen disrespect. Mm-hmm. I can be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it sucks, but also growing through it, knowing that this is something not okay, right. and knowing that this is something that I have to change to have that type of relationship is important as well. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just a, a light bulb that went off for me because even though, because my son is he's being raised in a single parent household, so I I even have to watch that myself because I yell, you know, I get frustrated and. Even with just hearing myself just say the household that I grew up in, sometimes who I am is not reflective of that. And I have to be careful of that so that he can pass that on. Yeah. And and create that type of home for his spouse and his family and different things like that. So that's kind of an aha moment that I just had now. Even as a single parent, I have to watch the love language that we use within our own home. Mm, that's a good one. Because black love isn't just... A couple, a man and a wife, and a husband and wife, or whatever. It's it's bigger than that. So I'm just real. That was a little, <laughs> a little, a little light bulb for me. Right. Um, I have to make sure that I'm still representative of Black love, even though I'm raising my child in a single parent household. Mm, that was a good one. Yeah, I feel that. I completely, actually, completely agree with that. Because especially raising boys, right? You know, if it's just mom, then we have to raise them to be something that we really don't know. <laughs> you right. know. We're not men. We don't know what we should be doing, but we do know how a woman should be treated. Right. We do know how a woman wants to be loved. So that's what we can give our boys, mm-hmm. which is good. So do you feel like we touch bases on the now and the then? Right. Um, do you feel like there's a difference? I feel like it's based off of social media, um, what's out there mm-hmm. music-wise. Do you feel like it makes a difference? Oh, without a doubt. Our music is it's so influential. Our artists are so influential. So whereas back in the day it was your... If we go and we look at 80s and 90s movie Al music. Greens, and Teddy Pendergrass. It was about love. Love, man. Yeah. It was just that music that almost stopped you dead in your tracks because you felt the emotion of yes. the words in the music. Like no matter to this day you hear Al Green, you gonna stop. Yes. You're gonna sing it, you're going to enjoy it. It was a representation of, of black love. That's how we express our, express ourselves. Right. Through music. So music these days it's <laughs> sit a little bit sit a little a little bit a little bit baby. We were just listening to that in the car. But it's just it's, it's just different about love right and if it is talking about love is about sex mm-hmm. and sex comes with love <laughs> so it's like y'all go straight to the you know straight to it and it's right. about money and it's about you know hoes and b-i-t-c-h's <laughs> and what you can get 
and don't get your feelings attached and and you take the the emotion and the love out of the relationship oh my god not a fan i'm the last person to ask about music nowadays (laughs) because she knows her music from tiktok (laughs) i just learned there was a difference between da baby and little baby like (laughs) i just learned that so i'm the last person do you want to ask about that but I, i i mean all those things influence how we see things and how we live our life so we have to be very careful about what we absorb yeah and especially if it's not in alignment with what it is we're looking for right and then even just i mean what we listen to every day what we see every day what we watch every day you know you have these comparisons of these celebrity couples and you know how things should be and then like even around the household like if you're playing your music or whatever what are Mm -hmm. you playing you know like i'm so about old school me too i play some old school in the mag some r kelly even though that's not the best example um i don't know about that but jagged edge (laughs) i'm a huge jagged edge (laughs) right right you know what i mean like just love music and it makes you feel giddy on the inside. It makes you feel warm and you know, makes you want to hug on somebody. It makes you want to two-step. Right. Sounds so old. But, you know, besides that, if you're playing all this hip-hop and stuff, and what does it make you want to do? TikTok dances. Be ratchet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I feel like it makes a difference in your household as well, like showing your kids that this is the music that you grew up off of. You didn't mm-hmm. grow up off this music that they playing nowadays. So right. it... It just makes a difference, and I feel like I keep saying that. I'm sorry, I edited that out. <laughs> no, that's okay. But I think that what you're saying is perfect because we just talked about sending mixed messages. So if we're instilling certain things in our kids, but what they're absorbing is something completely different. Man, yeah, I, that's where I'm trying to go. Yeah, yeah. So where do we find that balance? And we have to. We just have to be a little bit more intentional about that. Intentional behind that because um, that all has to do with the environment that they grow up in just like us talking about us and how we grew up with our parents we have to be consistent with what we put out there do you think that because we've always seen these stories and it it goes both ways with black women how they hang in there for their black men what you say say it one more time they hang in there i mean in for the people that can hear it in the back so there's no more hanging on like hanging on by a thread (laughs) and (laughs) And I've even seen things floating around the internet that's like um, being put through the ringer should not be part of the process in finding your mate or finding mm-hmm. your husband. I've never and seen that. And a I lot agree. of times, black women, there's this idea of, oh, they've been with me through thick and thin, up and down. Why does it? Why do we have to be put through that in order to finally gain your loyalty? Right. I. Agree. So when we go back to dating outside of your race, I think that that's such a it's such a touchy topic. And I feel like we could really go into it a lot deeper when it comes to the black man and the black woman and kind of that dynamic. And it even goes back to the black man and the the black mom. Mm. And um, but when we touch on that, (laughs) I think that that's where sometimes it can come from with women starting to date outside of their race a little bit. It's too hard. Like, I don't don't do all that. Like, why do I have to go through all that for you to realize I was really there? But that story is so common. It is so common and so familiar. And we have to be careful because I feel like black men love black women. Black women love black men. But we put each other through so much in the process that we lose respect for each other. And that's where the black love starts to kind of deteriorate. Yeah. 
So it's like, how do we come to a conclusion? Because I'm at the stage now where I'm open to date whoever and whenever. Like, <laughs> I'm open to all races and everything. But that's just, just because. Be good. And that's it. That's that's all, all it boils down to. So why am I going to restrict myself based off of race to someone who could possibly treat me and vice versa? I want to be able to treat somebody like the king that they are regardless. Right. Like, it's I feel like you we reach to a point sometimes where it's like are, am I restricting myself by only looking for that one specific thing I feel you but that's the, I mean that all comes down to black love I think ultimately we want it that's what we strive for but so many things happen in the process that your perspective changes and you become life happens and you become a lot more open up to other things we've mm-hmm. touched bases on a lot of things let's bring back some positivity on black love absolutely black love is a beautiful thing it is Cherish one another, love one another, show your kids that it is possible mm-hmm. for black love. Because black love is a beautiful thing. And nowadays it's hard sometimes to find it mm-hmm. or even want it necessarily. Because if you've been through something heavy, you don't want to continue to go through something heavy. Right. Um, so we just wanted to shed some light on some black love stories. Yes. Um, I personally want to just shout out a special couple that I feel that they are a beautiful example of black love. It's my close friend, Jerrica, and her husband, Curtis. The Hoyles, loyal to Hoyle. Aww, <laughs> love it. I love them, and they are awesome, and they definitely just, they exemplify black love to me. And also, I do have another one. Um, it's actually their godparents. Awesome. <laughs> Shamarcus and Sherelle. Shemrel, ain't that what they call them? Yes, it is. Shemrel. Um, We love them. They are awesome. They are beautiful. And actually, a couple episodes back, I was talking about a couple that was um, loving each other in depth throughout the pandemic. And that was Shemarcus and Shemrel. For sure. (laughs) They go on their little dates at home. They take trips together. They're literally each other's best friends. And I love it. And I just want you guys to, you know, keep on, keep on, keeping on so we can see that example. For sure. Do you have a couple? I do. I have a couple. They're extremely close to me, considering they are my mom and my dad. (laughs) They have been together since high school, so they're high school sweethearts. They have been married for now 33 years. And one thing that I've kind of touched on at the beginning is that I've seen them literally respect each other. The entire relationship. Like, things are not perfect. Things were not always easy. But I just see how, at the end of the day, their respect for each other individually is what kind of helped them push past certain situations. And their common goal for their family and what they wanted to see and what they wanted to have. So, they, I've seen them go through all the different stages of the relationship now. I feel like I've seen them go through, I don't know how many honeymoon phases. And it's so cute. (laughs) My dad is retired now. My mom's kind of off and on for work. So they're in another phase of it's it's just that, yeah, it's it's different stages of the relationship and just really realizing that it's going to be a constant change. Like even 40 years into their relationship, they're experiencing something they've never experienced before. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of like the pillar for black love um, with a lot of people in our family and, you know, some of our friends that we've grown up with. So I want to give them a quick shout out to Glenn and Lisa Batts. Y'all are really amazing and um, individually, too, not just as a couple. Y'all are some amazing human beings. So 
that's love my you, honey and g-pop honey and g-pop <laughs> yes that's my my black love highlight so we will see you guys next week y'all have an amazing valentine's day yes continue to celebrate each other every day though yes we and happy black history month yes we love you guys see y'all next week bye